Welcome to the Trade Secrets Podcast, hosted by Damon Piatek, President and CEO of Welkie Customs Brokers USA. Damon is a licensed US customs broker and certified customs specialist with more than 18 years experience in the import, export, customs transportation and logistics sectors. Each month, Trade Secrets will bring you guests in the industry to provide their insights on timely trade issues to give you an advantage in international trade. So now, let's talk trade. Welcome to the podcast, Damon Piatek, President and CEO of Welky Custom Brokers USA. Today, we are going to finish up the 10th uh, episode in our series of Customs 101, and we're going to be talking about priority trade issues. Uh, you know, we've touched on subjects like the enforcement strategy, classification, CTPAT, duties and taxes, PGAs, a number of other topics, but we've really just given a brief overview of those. Um, and today, we're we're going to talk about the PTIs, the priority trade issues for CBP. What these are is these are areas that cause significant loss of revenue and harm to the U.S. economy. There are areas where the health and safety of the American people are at risk, and uh, they drive risk-informed investment for Customs and Border Protection. So they're their focus. Remember, Customs and Border Protection is here to protect the United States. So we have to look at them as an agency agency for what they are and try not to say, oh, tariffs hinder trade and this hinders trade or I can't do that. You have to understand that there's a process to bring goods into the United States. That's kind of what this Customs 101 segment was about. It's a very high-level look at all these areas that you need to focus on when you're importing into the United States. This is just another area that you have to be cognizant of when you're dealing in trade. So if you're an importer, if you're a non-resident importer, if you're an exporter to the United States, these are issues that you have to keep in mind when you're trading. It's about doing your due diligence. So if you don't know, you can get in trouble. So most people don't know what they don't know, and they look for it. And this is where compliance comes in. You have to sit here and you have to ask, how do I, not why can't I? Um, And that's going to be a a theme that resonates with a lot of the podcasts. A lot of what we do is how do I, not why can't I? Or everybody else is doing it, so I should do it too. But topics that we're going to look at for these PTIs are agriculture and quota, anti-dumping and countervailing duties, free trade agreements, import safety, intellectual property rights, revenue for the United States, and textiles and wearing apparel. We've touched on a number of these in previous episodes, but import safety that's a big one so they want to make sure that nobody's importing weapons of mass destruction into the united states nobody's importing chemical weapons nobody's importing missiles or it could be anything but that's one of the jobs of customs and border protection which is a very important job their other job is to protect the commerce of the united states protect industry and manufacturers and small businesses that are here in the united states 
intellectual property rights is a big one. We got into that big trade war with China over intellectual property rights. That's where these 301 duties, the 232 duties all came in, is the trade war with China. That's still going on. I know we had the pandemic and a lot of stuff that has has shifted our focus. Uh, we have the war in Ukraine uh, with Russia. That's shifting focus. But we still have a trade war with China. Um, the biggest announcement there, we just had some exclusions that were announced to be retroactive to back to October. Uh, more information about that can be found on our blog and our website and our LinkedIn page. But really, the approach is with customs to detect, deter, and disrupt these actions. So if something in our agricultural supply, our food supply, so we have FDA, we have USDA, we have these other government agencies that are involved to make sure that our food supply is protected for the for the U.S. people. Um so they really want to make sure that they're detecting stuff that's going on, they're deterring bad actors, and they're disrupting it, making sure that it doesn't happen again. So if there's a salmonella outbreak with lettuce coming from a foreign country, they can detect it. That's why all of these requirements are put in place prior notice with FDA, uh, the FSVP requirements with FDA. This kind of brings everything together we're talking about to really understand what Customs and Border Protection is there for. The other thing we mentioned was revenue. Believe it or not, and I know I've said this before, U.S. Customs and Border Protection used to report to the Treasury Department when they were first created. Um, and they were the sole source of revenue for our country up until 1913 when the IRS was invented. So, and still till today, they are one of the only revenue generating departments of the U.S. government. It's a very important piece of what we do. I know I've heard a lot about tariffs out there. Tariffs are bad. The customer ends up paying, with tar paying for tariffs, all this other you know, uh, negative stuff around tariffs. Tariffs do a lot of positive things, and historically they have always done a lot of positive things. They protect the commerce of the United States. We don't have tariffs on everything. We have industries in the United States that we're trying to protect. Tariffs level the playing field for manufacturers in the United States. They level the playing field for industry in the United States. There's a lot of good that these tariffs do, and they're a source and they're an opportunity to use in trade wars like China over intellectual property rights that we're trying to protect the commerce of the United States. So the, the U.S. Customs and Border Protection has a very, very large job, and they have a lot of, a lot of help doing it with other government agencies. But it's a big job, and I'm glad they're there. They keep me in business. Um, <laughs> uh, but really, honestly, the... Agriculture is a good is a big part of what they do. The quotas, so they don't want to let in too much of one merchandise. If we have industry here in the United States, they want to protect that commerce in the United States. That's what all of these vehicles do for U.S. Customs and Border Protection. They help them protect the commerce in the United States, and they help them protect the people of the United States. Um, so. How can I ensure my company is exercising reasonable care standards expected by CBP under the Customs Modernization Act? So perform and monitor risk assessment. Make sure that you're trading with 
real people. Make sure that you're not trading with sanctioned countries, that you're not trading with sanctioned individuals or sanctioned companies. So make sure that you understand who you're trading with. Do your due diligence. Are they a real company? Are they just using you as a way to get some kind of strange thing into the United States? Number two, develop a corporate compliance program with executive management support. Um, Make sure that you are bought into the idea of compliance. I've been in a number of companies where everything is siloed and shipping is separate from finance and finance is separate from compliance, but they all work together in compliance, especially when we're talking about international trade. So you really have to have a robust compliance program if you're engaged in international trade. Again, it's that mentality, how do I, not why can't I? Hire customs experts, trade attorneys for different programs and subjects and customs brokers for others. You know, they they overlap in services, but you really want to hire the right people for the right job and make sure you're engaged with a tra- with a with an operational based customs broker, not a transactional based customs broker. We have all those com- companies out there that are owned by small package companies that are owned by transportation companies that look at the customs process as an ancillary service just to get the goods across the border regulations are changing there's more and more regulations and you really have to protect yourself and your company by using the right partners in your supply chain and your compliance compliance isn't really part of your supply chain compliance is part of your corporate strategy and you really need to take it where it is you could save a lot of money with a compliance program document formal policies and procedures So make sure everything is documented, how your process, how you find your suppliers, how you find your your customers. If you're dealing in international trade, it's very important to vet all of these people, Um, especially if you're dealing with agriculture. Make sure the foreign suppliers or food suppliers are vetted, that they meet the U.S. standards. You're just going to save yourself a lot of headaches. Conduct internal control reviews. You know, make sure you have steps in place to prevent issues from happening, prevent violations of regulations, but really know what those regulations are first. Develop compliance requirements for suppliers. So you want to make sure that even your suppliers or the people you're selling to, that you have you have an agreement in place that says, hey, look, at this is what we, we expect based on U.S. customs regulations, based on U.S. law. This is what we expect you to do as our supplier. This is what we expect you to do as our customer. Um, very important, a lot of issues that get passed on. If we export something, if you're a manufacturer and you export something to Canada, you have to make sure that you're, they, the person you supplied those goods to in Canada doesn't reship those goods to Cuba. You can get in a lot of trouble for that. You want to make sure that you know your suppliers are doing what's right. We had back uh, a number of years ago, we had suppliers in China putting chromium in paint on toys. And the manufacturer, you know, the the company here in the United States that was importing those toys got in a ton of trouble. They weren't coordinating with their supplier what the regulations were in the United States. It's very important to understand what those regulations are uh, before you do it. And establish training programs for your employees. 
make sure if they're involved in procurement sales that they understand what those regulations are that touch your product that are specific to your industry because there's a lot out there and then partner with your customs brokers and other trade experts to make sure you keep up with information new regulations new requirements uh, that are out there so just to kind of recap this we have a number of priority trade issues for customs these are the issues that they're going to be issuing fines and penalties on these are the issues that uh, they're high on their list to protect the commerce of the united states and to protect the people of the united states so that's the agriculture and quotas those are anti-dumping and countervailing duties free trade agreements import safety intellectual property rights, the revenue for the government, and textiles and wearing apparel. And again, Customs is out there to detect, deter, and disrupt bad actors in this industry or in the, you know, the trade to make sure that they're not importing the wrong stuff. And again, just really quick, what you want to do perform and monitor risk assessment this is something that you need to do on many levels in your business but this is just another thing that you have to worry about if you have any questions on this or anything else that we've covered in this 10-part series feel free to give us an email at damon d-a-m-o-n at welke w-e-l-k-e usa.com Thank you for listening. We are going to do a new 10-part series about how to build a better compliance program. So we'll be starting that in the next couple of weeks here. Keep an eye out for it. But this is the close of Customs 101. Feel free to listen to it as many times as you want. And also, please leave us some uh, feedback on what you think of the podcast. Thank you very much, and have a wonderful day. This has been Trade Secrets, the podcast hosted by Damon Piatek, President and CEO of Welkie Customs Brokers USA. Thank you for listening.